This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Drinking more and exercising less can be good for your health. The most hated man at the next local barbecue. <laughs> Crack my back or I'll shoot your dog. Pinky Pittenger. <laughs> and Rick's brush with Sven All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. That is coming up right now. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Oh boy, it's time again for another episode of Minutia Man with Rick Kemper and Dave Stern. I oh my am... God, that's it's enthusiastic, Rick. I've never heard. <laughs> I've never been enthusiastic, Rick. How are you? Uh, pleased to meet you. How are you, Dave? You know what? I don't like enthusiastic Rick. Please put him back into your soul. I don't like him. Okay, yeah. Well, he was nowhere near my soul. He was. That was pure acting. Uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, no, you just you just blinked out there. We're having a few. I'm having a little headphone problems. So yeah. just let's 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 put that on the table. But but I'm sure whatever you said was really witty. Well, sure. uh, like I told you as we were about to start recording, every other word is not funny anyway. So if you miss a few things, yeah, okay. it's fine. <laughs> you, you know what? I could probably miss more than every other word. Well, and I'd be fine probably. That's that's pushing it. But if you say so, you know, this is a big week for me, Dave. Uh, talk to me, sister. This weekend. I've got three huge events this weekend. You ready? Yeah. On Friday night, I'm being named the Volunteer of the Year by the Illinois Soccer Association. Good for you. Now that's a, like the entire state, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you the? Is it like a group of people, or is are you the guy? There are three of us in the entire state. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. That's great. Thank you. That's great. Um, uh, where's the ball? The soccer ball. No, where no where no where's the event? The oh, ball is there a soccer ball? It's uh, it's in uh, Hoffman Estates. Okay. So that's Friday night. Saturday night I am uh emceeing a soccer banquet for the Green White Soccer Club, which is my longtime club, our usual mm-hmm. meat festival that we do every year. Yeah. Where we uh make our own sausage and and goulash and stuff and sell it to the uh to the to the folks to uh to toast a new season. I have sampled the goulash as well as the sausages, and I can come, and i totally honest when saying it's top-notch. It is. It you is. scored a goal with that stuff. If you're a vegetarian, don't come. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then the uh, third thing is, and this is probably the most exciting thing, on Sunday, I'm meeting with my Cub buddies, and we're having our Cubs ticket draft. <laughs> That's now that is that's the thing right there. And I was talking to Dane this morning. Yeah, our, he's our he's getting Blacko. He's getting a cubby chubby right now. He I thinks, am too. I am so it, friggin' excited. <laughs> I cannot. I I've been watching uh, little highlights uh, on Yahoo and you know through Twitter and stuff, and and I'm just sure. getting the chills. I'm so friggin' excited about this year. Yeah, and you on the flip side, the White Sox number one prospect. Blew out his Achilles tendon yesterday. That's a shame. <laughs> so uh, I'm in midseason disappointment mode already. <laughs> Spring trading. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's probably not going to. And then the Sox had another injury, too, of somebody. I don't. Whatever. 
But yeah, no, I think as a Cub fan and any Cub fan listening right now, I think you guys got a thing going here. I'm this Hugh Darvish. Excited. Pretty the, excited. But anyway, yeah, we'll get year. into that more during uh, our Just One Bad Century yeah. segment. Should we, we should probably hop into the show. What do you think? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, we have some audio. Here we go. You're listening to Minutia Men, featuring the wacky exploits of your good pals, Rick and Dave. Give them 22 minutes and they'll give you absolutely nothing of value. Okay, Dave, you, you get to start the show. What do you got? Uh, you know how we've discussed in the past, and I think we've done it on the podcast, too, creating a WebMD kind of website and like call it WebDR or WebDoctor or whatever and just put bogus articles on there <laughs> yeah. so guys can tell their wives, hey, look, it's right here. Yeah. This, you know, what, you know, like uh, men who watch porn will do more housework or something, you know, whatever. Uh, honey, it says it right here on the Internet. It's got to be true. Um, well, here's a here's a story from our health desk that sounds bogus, but it isn't. A recent University of California study has found that drinking alcohol and exercising less will increase longevity in some cases up to 18 percent. Wow. Right. Um, There is one catch. Okay. uh, Don't say moderation. Don't say moderation. (laughs) No. There's one catch. The study technically... Uh, only study people who are over 90. But you and I are basically, our physical abilities and, stat, you know, we're basically over 90, don't you think? Oh, I see. So it didn't factor in all the people that died. Right. right. I guess if you got to 90 already. But it's okay. I mean, I'm still taking this this analysis and we're going to run with it. Well, uh, what they're saying is you can make it to 90 if you if you do this so it's still valid as far as i'm concerned well no i actually i think they're saying if you make it to 90 you can squeeze out 18 more percent if you drink and exercise less but on our website the web dr (laughs) website that we're going to make we are going to fudge the the data uh but what i'm saying is i think this is good news because i have a body of a 90 year old so for all intents and purposes you know what this applies to me, I think. I can think? tell you this. I have never pulled a hamstring drinking a Guinness. <laughs> right. But you have changing a lane. <laughs> right. I'm, well, I mean, <laughs> just saying, exercising, exercising, you can pull a hammy. My knees are shot. They're not shot from drinking Pinot Grigio. Right. They're right. shot no. from, and, from, you know, 20 years of playing soccer. And what's great about me is I'm never going to have any knee problems because i never did anything when i was a kid <laughs> you know watching andy griffith and dick van dyke totally fine with my knees right what happened to dave uh, dave's achilles uh oh he he was spilling his beer and had to run over to, <laughs> to catch it from falling on the floor okay, yeah so well, that's uh, nice so that's good news so that's good news so uh you know uh I'm using the studies. I All don't right. care if it was the, the the sample was not applicable. I do think that uh, this is one of your million dollar ideas. The uh, the web web dr yeah web. okay well, and wait. and people th- think to themselves, you know, you get nothing of value. It's even in our promos. You get absolutely nothing of value from this show. But that's not true. We give out million dollar ideas right. every week. And how many marriages could we save by going to the, you know, by just making fake, you know, studies and well, stuff? Well, this, this, this story might actually fit into that. This is, uh, 
from this morning's Business Insider. All right, here you go. You ready? When it mm-hmm. comes to romantic gestures, Reddit founder Alexis Ohanian may have just served up an ace. Ohanian, husband of 23-time major tennis champion Serena Williams, installed four giant billboards to welcome Williams back to tennis by claiming she is the greatest mother of all time. Oh, what a suck ass. Yeah. Yeah, what a suck up. My, okay. my, uh, my thinking is what happens at the next neighborhood barbecue? You know, <laughs> you know, you sit yeah, there. Sure. Hey, what do you want, fellas? Oh, yeah. Burgers or hot dogs? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Look at the billboard. Yeah. My wife apparently wants a burger. You know? <laughs> right. Hey, smells well, good over here, Chuck. Uh, I'll have a big cab plate of kiss ass. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, do you remember when was it Johnny's baptism was on Mother's Day? Which which one of your oh, kids' no, baptism? It, it was. Uh, yeah, it was Johnny's. It was Johnny's. It was Johnny's. Yeah. And oh. I brought all I, I brought your Bob's flowers. I'm pissed about this. <laughs> and Bridget's Bob's f- flowers. Did I even bring did I bring Bridget? I brought Bridget flowers too. You brought all the women flowers. Like what the hell are you doing, pal? <laughs> I remember Bridget's Bridget's uh brother was like, Hey asshole. You know <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing? What I was being nice. If there's one thing that is 100% for sure, it's that other guys will not appreciate over gestures like this. So if you ever want to have another guy friend, you, you're not going to be able to do this. This would be like a woman going to a party. Hey, what'd you get, uh, what'd you get Dave for his uh, birthday? Oh, I got him a threesome. You know, I just figured he worked so hard. He needs... He needs a little release, and you know, and I've got all my, I've got all these beautiful Asian friends, and I thought, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, this guy's a dick, and everybody's gonna hate him. Yes, bottom line. All right, well, there you go. Hey, we've got a winner. Oh, let's hear it. And uh, this, of course, is for our retweet and follow contest. And all you got to do, Rick. Well, you can't because you're not going to win. Is on our Twitter feed, which is at Minutiaman. Uh, whenever we tweet something, you retweet it and follow. And I'll even give you a hint and says and say retweet and follow for your chance to win a prize pack worth up to twenty five dollars um, of miscellaneous stuff. And you know what, George Negrete of La Puente, California. Wow. Uh, zip code nine one seven four seven extension zero seven one three has won a prize pack well worth $25. He gets out the door, Book of the Year by M.L. Collins. Very nice. Back, back in the Game by Rich King, who, by the way, Rich is, um, our buddy Rich King is doing play-by-play for the White Sox on their webcast during spring training. Did you know that? No. Does he live down in Arizona now? No. I, no, he lives in, like, Indiana, but um, I think they spend quite a bit of time in Arizona. He's retired and... He got a gig with the White Sox. For a lifelong White Sox fan, can you imagine a more cool thing to do? No. That's, that's during, awesome. Um, um, George is also going to be winning a Crying Cub t-shirt and an Amish Chicago coffee mug. And again, all you have to do, retweet and follow our um, our posts on Twitter. Um, and you can subscribe. It's very easy to subscribe to the, to the podcast on Stitcher, on Google Play. Uh, you can go on uh, Potable, 
Um, you can go on iTunes. I think there's probably iHeartRadio. There's a lot of ways to subscribe. So what you're saying is Minutiaman is available at all of the biggest podcast places available. I mean, it it is so huge that you can't miss it. Right. I'm getting uh, we're getting voicemails from all these little networks that just want to syndicate our show. Okay. Like ABC, NBC, those little networks want to. (laughs) So there you go. Um, Hey, can you queue up? The What's Wrong with Florida jingle? I can. Uh, Please hold uh, right here. What's wrong with you, Florida? What is wrong? Um, This comes out of Tarpon Springs, Florida. And if you read Tarpon Springs real quick, it looks like Tampon Springs. Yeah, it does. It even sounds like it. (laughs) And and from from the story, it may, that may be an apropos name. Um, Is it it bloody? uh, Yes. Uh, Giselle taylor 27 she was feeling a little creaky you know her back was a little bit stiff you know you have a, you you've had bad you've had stiff backs so she asked her finance finance get that week back uh, about a week back okay. um so she asked her fiance name withheld you know when there's a story with a name withheld <laughs> it's not gonna head well right i'm sure you, so, sure, you sure it doesn't say ex-fiance <laughs> Uh, no, it did, okay. doesn't, but I wouldn't be surprised. So she asked uh, her fiance to crack her back. Honey, I'm feeling a little, you know, feeling a little creaky. Can you crack crack my back? Well, her fiance, name withheld, probably was just concerned that he wasn't going to do it right. He loved her so much. He was probably right. on the phone ordering a billboard <laughs> yeah, telling right. her how much he loved her back. Right. And uh, so he was, you know, he's not a licensed chiropractor. So he probably said, honey, I would love to. And I know you're in pain, but I'm just, you know, I'm just incapable of doing it. I don't want to hurt your vertebrae. Well, she got pissed (laughs) and she did what any woman, any person from Tarpon Springs would do. She went to her car Mm -hmm. and she grabbed her nine millimeter Heckler and Koch Koch, Uh semi-automatic pistol and returned and then asked again, Probably very nicely, honey. Please crack my back. He said no. Uh, and guess what happened? The fiance. She shot uh, him. Or, No, she didn't shoot him. She shot their two-year-old boxer, their dog. <laughs> the dog's like, what? Are you, Makes, hey, what did I do? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. So she shoots and kills their two-year-old boxer. Oh, my um, gosh. That's terrible. So... As a happily married man for over 25 years, I want to share a little advice to the guy, okay. name withheld. Okay. Um, first, don't get another dog. <laughs> right. <laughs> Two, break off the engagement immediately. <laughs> right, right, right. And if you don't, don't ever mix darks and lights in the laundry, because God knows what this woman's going to do to you. <laughs> okay. This show is chock full of advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so... Uh, that's what's wrong with Florida. And uh, you know what that it reminds me of? Do you remember that National Lampoon cover? If you know, if you don't buy this magazine, we will shoot yeah, this dog. Shoot the dog. Yeah, exactly. Well, Giselle, take if you it so seriously, right? If you run into a Giselle Taylor and she wants her back back cracked, crack it. I'm just okay. telling you, well, white bloodshed. Excellent advice. Yeah. Yeah. It's time for our Cubs feature and. I'm I'm still giddy, but I'll just play the vi- the, the the audio clip here. Hang on. Time now for a collection of Cub geekness. This is just one bad century with Rick and Dave. I'll tell you I'll tell you one of the things, Dave, that is making me excited about the Cubs. It's not just the incredible plays that I'm seeing on 
video, like Ian Happ with a couple of leadoff homers in his first two at bats, or, or Javi Baez making incredible plays behind behind Rizzo, and it, it's just, I, it's also that we have this new book out. Mm-hmm. Uh, about Mark. the Cubs called Cubs, Cubs Sessions, and I have been mm-hmm. reading and going through it uh, to get it ready for publication. And, you know, it just reminds me of all these other Cubs because the book is about Cub fans telling their stories about how much they love the Cubs. And it's mm-hmm. and they're celebrities like Bob Newhart's got a story in there, Dennis Dennis Front, Dennis Front and Scott Turow, right. Some Joe Montana, Bill Curtis. Uh-huh. I mean, lots of lots of big names. Uh, every celebrity Cub fan you can think of, they're all in there. And so I'm getting Except this. for Eddie Vedder, who would not return our phone calls. Thank you, Eddie. And Billy Corgan, who did return a phone call and said, F you, basically. <laughs> okay. So, thank well, you, double, Billy Corgan. Yeah, double, yeah, double F you to, to, to him, yeah. too. But, you know, the other thing I like about this book is that we are uh, partnering up with uh, some charities to and the authors are giving a hundred percent of their proceeds mm-hmm. to to Chicago baseball cancer charities, scoreboard charities, and the Chicago Baseball Museum. So it's a nice thing. That's, That's a exciting. wonderful thing. Every year we do one or two books that have a greater good, and this is our greater good book. That's true. Um, you know, none of these stories, however, involve uh, one of my favorite Cubs that's celebrating a birthday this week, and that would be. Pinky Pittenger. Oh, I love Pinky on Happy Days. Oh, he was fantastic. Pinky, as I don't need to tell you, no. was a backup third baseman and shortstop for a Cubs team that made history in 1925. Would you like to know what they did in 1925? All right, 1925. So they had their good run in the eights and the – so 25 – well, they didn't have playoffs then, and they didn't make the World Series. I don't know. Did they have some wonderful losing streak of some sort? or They were the what first if- Cubs team ever to finish in last place. Oh, pioneers. Yeah. And they didn't finish in last place again for another 23 years after that. So, what, 48? So, from 1871 until 1948, we're talking about a juggernaut. Only one last place team. Only one last place team. One last place team. Uh, so, how did that translate in the '60s and '70s and the '80s? I'm just curious. '90s. Curious. Did you have any last place finishes then? I really stopped following them in 1948, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. I have to go through and look at the, the stats. Well, let me tell you a little bit more about Pinky Pittenger, though. Um, he was one of the most educated players on the team. He had gone to dental school. At Ohio State University, he was the team dentist, um, but he also <laughs> got thrown into jail once. It's I, like every every old cub has been in jail or a racist. What did he do? Was it a racist thing or no? What did he it was do? a drinking thing. But it, what's funny is the drinking things all happened during Prohibition. You know, like from the nineteen twenty to nineteen thirty, or whenever the whenever Prohibition was, the Cubs had more liquor related. Uh, altercations in any other team in the league. And this time, Pinky Pittenger and Rabbit Moranville went out for a uh, night on the town. Got wait, wait, wait. What's the, what was the name of the Rabbit who? Rabbit Moranville. He's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Who's he? He was the manager for one year for the Cubs. 
In I've never heard. Twenty-five. They went to. They were in the last place. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, Rabbit Maringer. Rabbit Moranville. Never heard of him. Okay, sorry I interrupted. Please proceed. Uh, well, they got into a fist fight. They were thrown into jail, um, and that was that led to the end of the uh, Rabbit Moranville uh, reign, heading the Cubs. And Pinky uh, did not play anymore after that. Uh, he had three twelve that year, but the Cubs released him after he got into jail. Oh, and that is the story of Pinky Pittenger, born on and this week in eighteen ninety nine. Oh, happy birthday, Pinky Pittenger. All right, it's time for our final feature. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. This is the part of the show where Dave reaches his hand into the Costco jar and pulls out a name of a celebrity that I have met uh, sometime during my long radio career. And I will tell the story of the day I met them, or the days I met them. And one some of stories my, are better than others. I, I feel like um, I say that every week. Well, this is a great celebrity. I, I, is he national? Fenguli? Is that national? Is Fenguli a national? He is national because you know I talked to him. I don't know about a year ago, trying to get uh, Bobby Scafish back on that show. So he was on Fenguli. Bobby Scafish right. was on Fenguli back in the eighties. And Sven said, you know, he can't do local Chicago guests anymore unless they're nationally known because it's a national show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he had a heart attack or something a while back, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He had some health issues. Uh, but yeah, his, his real name is Rich Coase. And for those of you who don't know, he uh, the character Sven Gooley is a – how would you describe Sven Gooley? He's like a – He's a ghosty, ghouly, fun guy. I don't know. I mean, he's like a ghoul, right? Or yeah, a, he, uh, he he's the host of like the creature feature type shows where he he's like he's like the what's the woman with the the busty woman? What's Elvira. Her right. Yeah. It's like the funny. It's like the male version of El, the her. Right? Yeah, he he like has a rubber chicken that he's constantly carrying right. around. That that sort of that sort of level. And he is one of the nicest guys in the world. And if if you want to know what he looks like, this is another just Chicago thing. But uh, he looks exactly like Bruce Wolf. <laughs> I was thought, I've never seen those two in the same room. But anyway, uh, Sven Gulli, Rich was on several shows that I host or hosted or uh, um, produced over the years. But the one time I remember the best is when we had him in on Landecker show, and he spent like an hour and a half with us just hanging out playing music and talking about old times and he is an old-time radio guy in fact the whole Sven Gulli thing he's not he was not the first Sven Gulli mm-hmm. he was son of Sven Gulli originally the first Sven Gulli was a guy named Jerry G Bishop who was a big uh rock jock at WCFL back in the the 60s and 70s and uh, that's where that's where uh, Rich met him, and and actually was working on his show. He would do wacky uh, voices and impersonations, and and when Jerry G. Bishop left to go to L.A., he said, "You know, why don't you do this Sven Gulli thing? Take it over for me." And that's how 
Richko's got the job. And for it's are they still? Is he still on? Because I don't. Was yeah. it Friday night? Oh, yeah, was it Friday? Friday nights or Saturday? What was it? Um, what nights was he at? Was it Friday night? Yeah, it's all it's on the weekend. Yeah, I, and I, uh, our friend Dane watches it very closely with his his daughters. They're big fans. Right, and he, basically he's a he's on for what four hours or whatever, and he introduces horror movies. Basically, do, do you know what else he did? This and I did not know this until I met him that day. He was part of Chicken Man. Oh, the Dick Orkin Chicken yeah. Man. Really? Yeah, he he wrote scripts and was and did characters on Chicken Man. And and he did like a morning show on WCKG in the eighties. I, I didn't remember that at all. No. Uh, well, we were in college. Um, you know, Dick Orkin, who passed away what three months ago, five months ago, or something. Yeah, it was less recent. That. Yeah. They're still running the those bank ads. Is it First American? Yeah. With with Dick Orkin's voice, and whenever I hear it, now granted. I'm sure the vast, vast majority of people that are listening to the radio ads are not realizing that that guy is dead, but it still creeps me out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, he got, I, he, I interviewed Dick Orkin once for uh, one of my blogs and he, he was a, he was a man of few words. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? So it yeah. was a difficult interview and, and I, cause I'd ask him, you know, where he comes up with this stuff and he'd be like, I don't know. I just, just, just to me. Well, he, well he was old when you by the time that you interviewed him he must have been well into his 80s or 90s he was yeah. an old guy yeah but he was one of those guys that was not like funny off the cuff like if you met him and right. hung out with him you would be like oh jimmy dick orkin oh my god yeah. i was under the table no he he was a guy that would script his stuff but his scripted stuff was unbelievably great yeah and he was a great voice talent my god i think the he best really ever yeah, he was fear is great. Any listeners who don't know who we're talking about, um, look up Dick Orkin and you will everybody in America has heard him at some point, I'm sure. And Chicken Man. Yeah. Chicken. And um his voice is very you know, you, he just had a voice that everybody has heard. So to find out more about Rick and Dave, you can check us out at EckhartsPress.com, ChicagoAuthorSolutions.com. If you'd like to reach us, you can drop us a line at minutiamanpodcast at gmail.com. We'd like to give special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with Opi Productions. We've been distributed by Ed Silla of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Minutia Man. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Right. If you run into a Giselle Taylor and she wants her back cracked, crack it.